This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Science Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we conclude a week of broadcasting. And the theme this week was the Spirit of God and the Word of God. And we've mentioned John 6.63 quite often, and we probably will say it again today. It is the Spirit who gives life, L-I-F-E. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. We pointed out so often through the, both the Old and the New Testaments, there's a dramatic link between the Spirit of God and the Word of God. I'd like to just review a couple of scriptures that we spoke of during the week. And uh, one was 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 5. For our gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit. Again, we're going to see this repeated so often. John 14, verses 25 and 26. These things I have spoken to you while being present with you. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. In John 16, verse 13, this is the word of God. When he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. So we see the Spirit of truth is the Holy Spirit combined with the word. It makes a very powerful uh, combination. Also, going back, there were many in the Old Testament Old Testament scriptures. For example, Proverbs one twenty three says, "Behold, I will pour out my spirit on you; I will make my words known." So many instances in both the Old and the New Covenant, we saw the Spirit move, which caused people to speak the word. Acts four thirty one, and when they had prayed, the place where they were gathered together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak the word of God with boldness. Again, there's a, almost a pattern, Junie, throughout the Bible of the Spirit moving and then God speaking. We saw it in the beginning when God created the heavens and the earth. The, the, the Spirit was moving over the waters, and then God said, let there be light. So it's been, I pray that our listeners have heard the word and will really live according to the word. But today, we'd like to conclude this week of programs by looking carefully at the armor of God. I'm reading from Ephesians 6, beginning at verse 10. 
Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the full armor of God that you may be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the full armor of God that you may be able to resist in the evil day and having done everything to stand firm. This is the third time we see that phrase, stand firm. Verse 14, stand firm, therefore, having girded your loins with truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. In addition to all, taking up the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming missiles of the evil one. Verse 17, And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Junie, if any, if any scripture links the Spirit of God with the word of God, this is it. The sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. So put, first of all, I want to say that put on speaks of a permanent attire for believers. It's our spiritual defense that we will be able to stand firm against the wiles or schemes of the devil when he attacks us. And the God of this world and the prince of the air will be defeated by the power of God through the spirit, the spiritual spirit, the, um, the word of God. It's powerful. The spirit, the, I'm sorry, the sword of the spirit is the word of God. When we hear, Shelley, put on the full armor of God, we picture getting dressed and putting something outside of ourselves on. But the scripture is trying to say to us, that it's a way of life. Yes, Lord. And to live in and with the full armor of God. And each of the armors is a protection for us, but more importantly, a covering by the Lord, like the helmet of salvation is not a helmet to put on, but it's a protection from our own mindset, from the things we think or feel, to put on the mind of Christ, to have our feet shod for the gospel, is to keep our steps firm in the Lord, having him guide us, put on the breastplate of righteousness, Jesus is the righteous one. The Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth, lives in us. And to put on the breastplate is to live in the spirit of God. Thank you, Lord. To live in his righteousness because he is the righteous one. The shield of faith 
to quench the fiery darts of the enemy is not something we hold in front of us, but it protects us. It goes before us, and that's what Jesus did. He went before us and to walk in his spirit and to follow his way quenches the fiery darts of the enemy. And you know, Shelley, and our loins gird with truth to walk in the truth of God, to speak the truth, to live the truth, Thank you, Lord. to love the truth. And the only part that the armor doesn't protect is our back, Shelley. But the Lord promises in his word that he will be our rear guard. He will protect yes, us. Yes, Lord. So it's a whole way of living, not for ourselves, Shelley, but for the Lord and desiring to do the purposes that he has for us in our life. And for every listener, for you too, it's to live for the Lord that he has an eternal purpose why you're living in this day and yes, age Lord. when it looks like evil is winning, but it's not true. The Lord has won, and he said it is finished on the cross over 2,000 years ago. It's powerful, Junie, really powerful. I'd like to combine this, Junie, with a, with a verse in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12 which speaks about um, what we're talking about now, the, um, the, the, the word of God, the sword of the Spirit. Hebrews 4.12, For the word of God is living and active and sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing as far as the division of soul and spirit, of both joints and marrow, and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart, you know, in, in thinking about this, Junie, in a very real way, to get saved, the sword of the Spirit touched us, and that, you know, it cut out doubt, it cut out fear, it, it took away apprehensions, so enabling us to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus. So it, it, it's a great tool for us, but now that we are believers, we need to be dressed in this in this full armor of God all the time, knowing that we can defeat the enemy through the word of God. And when you think of a sword, Shelley, you think of a weapon to hit someone with. But the sword of the Spirit is very important in what you read in Hebrews, because the word of God is sharper yes, than Lord. any two-edged sword, and it divides for us the soul from the spirit and the bone from the marrow is so important because it will give us the knowledge of what the Lord is asking of us. It's powerful. And it also is a reminder, Junie, uh, of how Jesus was led into the wilderness by the spirit. The Spirit of God led him into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And, of course, what did he use as his defense mechanism and offensively to get rid of the devil? 
It is written, it is written, it is written. And we have that same ability to fight against the, and be victor over the devil by declaring the word of God to him. And what was so important, Shelley, is the devil spoke to Jesus the word of God. Yes. But it wasn't suited or fit for the situation or circumstance. That's why we need the Holy Spirit's discernment and ask the Lord, was that you, Lord? Because Jesus answered by the Spirit. Yes, Lord. And that that turned the devil away. So if you're in doubt, Lord, I believe, help me in my unbelief. Yes, Lord. Uh, Jesus knows us, and he wants to help us. Amen. You know, we come to this fact. There is no higher authority in the world than the word of God. Praise the Lord. Well, this being Friday, we want to identify ourselves with our Jewish kinsmen by reciting the Shema. And if you know it, please recite it along with us. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. And we pray that we will be men of the Spirit, men and women of the Word, living a victorious life in you. In the name of Yeshua. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.